You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I feel used. Like, I feel like Disney is just trying to churn the, churn out this garbage. There's not many times in a book or TV show or movie, whatever, that I honestly had to, like, pause and just go, what What are they writing? Who wrote this? Kenobi is trash. It is awful. It is so bad. Oh my god. And <laughs> I, I think that was a good intro. <sighs> Let's just get into this. I, I, I know, I was looking online, I think we're going to have some hot takes. There's some people that don't like Kenobi. It, it's so strange because there's, it, it's very split. No one that I've seen thinks the show's like, eh, it's alright. It's either the fans really love it and they love seeing, uh, they love seeing, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. They love seeing Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. And it gives us a feeling of nostalgia. And they actually really like the show. So there's a lot of people that really like it. And there's a group of people like us that really hate it. That just found it very boring. Oh, no. it It's not only boring. It doesn't make sense. It, I'm super harsh on the show because I found out that the budget for Kenobi has the exact same budget as Stranger Things Season 4. Per episode. That is a travesty, an absolute travesty. I read like they have waste like of money, twenty-five to thirty million dollars per episode in Kenobi, just Where like the they do in Stranger Things. Where did it go? I don't know. I don't even know. the lighting was off. Lighting didn't even look that good. It was so. Uh, we have so much to talk about. We right. we did not like the show. I hope uh, we're uh, gonna start off with a spoiler-free section in case you haven't watched this. Garbage, no, they watched but... it. We're, let's just spoil this thing. Let's, let's well, get okay. into it. All right, we're going to give our review, our rating, overall rating, and then we'll go right to spoilers. So what did you it. rate it out of out of 10? Out of 10, I gave Kenobi a 2.25. Higher than me. I gave it a 1.8. This is the first time I've heard a one out of your mouth. Yeah, I know. It sucks. You, you rate, you, you've rate. I know your ratings on books, movies, and television shows. I've listened to not, not dozens, but maybe hundreds of your ratings. Yeah. Of so many things. Never have I once heard you put a one in a rating. There's this, not many. You really hated this. No, there's not many times in a book or TV show or movie, whatever, that I honestly had to like pause and just go, what, what are they writing? Who wrote this? Like the dialogue was that bad. Like there were moments I just had to like stop and say like, oh, someone was paid for this. <laughs> it, it is awful. The plot 
is just nonsense. It's bo- it's not only boring, it doesn't make cohesive sense within the narrative. Like, even children would find, like, oh, why didn't they do this? That's dumb. Like, it's awful. Now, before we go on a very hateful rant about this entire show, yeah, can you name any redeemable quality at all about Kenobi? Is there anything you can give give a hand to and say, you know what, at least they had this... That wasn't terrible, terrible. Like, why is it a 1.8 and not like a flat 0 or 0. 0.5 or 1? So there has to be something in there that you saw an inkling of hope for Kenobi. Because I did have something in there that I went, okay, it's not the worst of all time. Ian I, McGregor I, is Ian McGregor. He's lovable. Like, he, when he's on screen, you like, you like the guy. He's doing a good job. But the dialogue they give him and the plot that they're trying to surround him with is dull. Like, he's pulling his weight, but it's not enough. And honestly, I think kind of a waste. A waste of his talents and pedigree. So I think he acted well. He acted he, well. He, he was I, I love Ewan McGregor. And that's why I was looking forward in a sense to this show because of Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's our childhood. The, this show, the strange thing is this show is targeted toward our demographic. Yeah. We are the demographic for this show. We grew up with these guys. We grew up knowing Anakin and knowing Obi-Wan. And this was like, oh, hey, here, here's some nostalgia. Here's some member berries for you, right? Yeah. And, oh, wow. So let's let's get into the very first thing, which I'll, I'll add on to that of redeemable qualities. Yes, Ewan McGregor performed very well. He's, he's a great actor. So did Chris, uh, Hayden Christensen, did well. And the he part where fine. the part where he did well is there's when... Not, there's not enough of him, honestly, to even judge. Right, the there's part I'm judging... There's one scene. There's one scene that I actually the, genuinely really liked. In the whole show. It has one. Well, uh, maybe it's the one I'm talking about where I liked his acting a lot was when his helmet was slashed, when Darth, Darth's helmet was slashed, and you heard the mix of his voice as well as Darth's voice. And that was, I thought that was really well done. And the reaction of Kenobi, that scene right there, I was like, yeah, he's, he's a great voice actor and actor. Yeah. So you have that, but the script they give them, were, I mean, I agree with you completely. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. So first things first. Yeah. This entire plot, can we can we condense this into a consumable form of why you dislike this so much? Why I dislike this, but why do you hate the plot? What is there to say about it? The plot feels unnecessary. The So on an overall plot, I think it's kind of boring because one it is focused on it is focused on characters uh, oh oh will they survive in this kind of so, Leia's kidnapped, and Kenobi has to save her. We know both of them make it out at the end. So, already, I'm not that interested. Like, all right, let's see how he does it, all right? And then, oh, oh, what's going to happen between um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader? They're clashing. They're going to kill each other, and they're, set, they're just hyping up of, like, this will be our last fight. And no, it isn't. It, it just isn't, because... There's going to be another one. So I don't care. I know that they're going to have to get out. They're going to both get out of it. But so that's overall plot boring and uninteresting. And then moment to moment, there's so many plot conveniences that just don't make sense at all. That you just think like, why? Um, Unnamed lady that apparently Kenobi cared about. Um, She was pretending to be some captain or officer in the Empire. And she's there in the hallway, and 
she pulls the pin on the grenade or whatever. And instead of throwing the grenade, just throw the grenade down the hall. No, she decides to wait a significantly long time, just hold the grenade and suicide bomb it. Throw the grenade. You live and you kill them. It's not that hard. So, okay, that was one of them. I gotta gotta jump in with some some tropes that they just did terribly. Hmm. They focused on tropes and did them in such a cliche manner of, number one, the chases. Where you have... First off, we have to talk about the infamous chase scene of... Everyone will agree. Whether you like the show or not, of Leia outrunning those three adults and them whacking into a tree. We don't have to beat that to death because it's been it's been said before. It wasn't even supposed to be slapstick. No, no. It, the like intention they, was this is intense. Yeah. yeah it, That's what was terrible about it. But here's the thing is I'll actually I, I will cut against the grain here a little bit. I actually I didn't mind the child actor who played Leia. Mm-hmm. Like I know like some people like kinda harp on that, but I think she did fine. She did fine for a role. She had a little spunk, seemed kind of like Leia. Um, she kind of looked the part. It was mostly the plot around her, but as an act, as like a child actress, oh, yeah. I thought she was fine. Yeah, as a child actress, no, no hate. Honestly, no hate. she is the one of the least bad parts of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so. but the the tropes that the show had since the very beginning, it's chase scene against Leia, then it's Kenobi being chased, then it's them chasing chase 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 and. We also have, like you were saying, plot conveniences, which is so frustrating. And this happened a lot in the final episode, and really episodes five and six, where you have Darth, who kills everyone and everything within sight, and we see how evil he is. He is the villain of villains, of all villains of all time villain. Stabs Reva right through the stomach, pulls out, and just like Kenobi did to Anakin, leaving him there and later letting Anakin become Darth Vader, he then leaves Reva. That's how you say her name, right? Reva, 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 sure. Reva. But leaves her just to just because because plot because reasons that happens. And then we have Darth and Kenobi fight. Darth, you know, does this thing collapses Kenobi when, by the way, he could have said something epic. Like you were you were told, telling me this. Like, oh, what oh, if yeah, he that... said, "Well, look who has the high ground now," or something like that would have been sick. But anyways, he collapses Kenobi. Leaves him thinking he's dead. Okay, yeah, your arch nemesis you've been looking for 10 years. Yeah, he's the rubble's going to kill a Jedi. All right, cool. Then Kenobi slashes up Vader. Boom, 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 boom. And because, you know, it's not his fate or whatever, you need, no, no, needs no. to do they it. They don't even explain that. Yeah. No, that's you have to assume. entirely you have, implied. You have to assume it. No, the, honestly, they could yeah. have, for plot's sake, just add in a little bit of, like, a Force ghost. Say, like, you know, Obi-Wan's about to cut down Vader and Qui-Gon, like, whispers in his voice, like, it is not your destiny. Mm. Vader still has a role to play in the balance of the Force. It could have been so much more important. Something. Something. Just add in a little oh, bit. Yeah. But no, he's just like, so you've, so my apprentice is truly dead. So he acknowledges Anakin is no more. Cannot be redeemed. Gone. Mm-hmm. And then leaves. Yep. Why? Just just all the... Uh, it's not explained well enough. It's not shown. It's it's so... We the plot is so weak, and then you have, of course, the the woman that died with the bomb earlier on, where she attacked those two clone clone troopers. Oh, that was the fun. Okay, she smacks funniest. one like the funniest. Smacks one. Yeah, that's the funniest scene in the entire show, where she's being called off like you know, Riva, this killer. Like she cuts off people's hands for like just slighting her. She's like she's supposed to be ruthless, and she's like, you know, clearly. Oh, that one is clearly a 
uh, traitor, you know, spy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go do this thing, you know, <laughs> arrest her. And then they're just walking, two stormtroopers. Oh, yeah, Reva leaves her. Why does she leave her? Yeah, just leaves oh, her. Oh, my but, God. Okay, fine, whatever. Leaves her, thinks the stormtroopers oh, are coming. Wait, I know why she left her. Reva, she's a teleporter. Remember, because when Leia was running down the tunnels? Remember, Leia w- ran down that tunnel and Honestly, somehow... that is the Reva, most minor... Reva went, poop Like, she was Mario, just came out of the other side. You know what? I, I'll give him that one. Maybe the tu- there are multiple tunnels. Sure. Took the long tunnel. Sure. I gotta throw it in there, though. Who knows? But you gotta throw honestly, it in there. That's yeah. that's not even any... Okay, so why... Nothing. We're, talk about that scene. But just... She slaps a storm Slaps! <laughs> Barely. Just kind of pushes his face and he falls over. <laughs> he gets out of it. Oh, man. It's so ridiculous and funny to watch. Of like, oh, my... How is the Empire even competent? How are they even in charge? Oh my, and I'd be a lot more lenient to Kenobi as a show if it was directed toward children. Because clearly, yeah. there are very intense moments of torture. And like classic Star Wars, hands getting cut off. You have intense scenes where it's intended to a more mature audience. Like, I'd say 13. It's probably PG-13, something like that. But it's... It's not a kids show. It's not meant. It's not directed toward an audience like oh. Yeah, no, it, it's not. <laughs> you, you get what yeah. I'm saying there. It's. I get you. If we're looking at like SpongeBob, I'm not gonna react to SpongeBob like oh, not enough. Blah, blah, blah. But this, this, it's so disappointing, especially since it seems like it's targeted toward well, us. Here's the thing. You also have the, the Deus Ex Machina, Deus Ex Machina's The Force. You, yes competent screenwriter, competent person who's writing this script, if you're writing to a corner, you can use the Force. In all honesty, like, you can use the Force to get, to move things things around and things make sense. But they don't even use it. They don't even use the Force as an excuse to things. Yeah. Like, they could have gotten away with things, and they just didn't. Like, people just leave, and people just, oh, they survived because they're needed in other, when they shouldn't. Honestly, it'd be one thing if the plot didn't make sense, but was fun. If I enjoyed myself oh, and it doesn't good make point. sense, all right, Great point. whatever. I still enjoyed myself. It's boring, and it didn't it's make boring sense. boring and didn't make sense. Yeah, that's unexcusable. Yeah, if good it's point. not going to make sense, make it fun. But and it's no. not fun whatsoever. And to put the icing on the cake, the final episode on IMDb is rated eight point five out of ten. So we are not in the majority of people, it seems like, because the finale was all, it was okay. It was was the best of the season. It was the best episode of the season, but, you know. It's not saying much. The best part of a shit sandwich is still a shit sandwich. And here's the thing. I don't want, I think a lot of people are getting touched by the nostalgia of it. You have two actors that you adore, and I still adore them. I don't adore what the show did to them, or did with them, and how they, how it was written. Oh, that this, this is not me like hating on Star Wars in general. I enjoy Star Wars. It like I've watched most of this stuff. I love the games. I like it. It it is a thing of my childhood. I enjoy it yes. a lot. Yep, absolutely. And I don't like it when I feel used. Like I feel like Disney is just trying to churn it, churn out this garbage. It and, is garbage. Yeah. And, and, oh, you know what? I'll give them one. You reminded me of something of like, what's one redeemable thing? Say it. I didn't even like it that much, but I think the fight scene in the final episode, the lightsaber battle, is the best lightsaber battle that Disney has produced. And that's correct. 
Period. Because Disney, we're talking Disney produced A, did seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Force Awakens through Rise of Skywalker. And all the, you know, Rogue Han One, Solo, Han Solo. Yeah. I'd say it was the best lightsaber duel of that, but it's not the best Star Wars lightsaber duel. Not even close. Not even close. I mean, obviously you have Duel of the Fates and Episode 3, the fight on, I can't name the planet, but shows you how, how much fans we are. <laughs> no, I, I know it. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, we'll, we'll come up with it. Not Dagobah. What is it? Uh, it'll come to me. Mustafa. Mustafar. That Mustafar. was it. Mustafar. That's Mustafar. It. Okay, that's it. Uh, so, the final episode alone, which a lot of people seem to really like, I, I mentioned the plot, the plot hole, the, not plot holes necessarily, but just the plot conveniences of not killing, not killing, not killing, and when you built up this character to be a killer, makes no sense. Also, we're introduced in the finale of Big Ship Chasing Little Ship, right? Big Ship Chasing Little Ship. And Darth Vader, instead of saying, like, send the TIE Fighters or something, is like, increase firepower. Okay. This and, and that's, this does seem to be this seems to be a staple of like Star Wars in general, but mostly the new Disney Star Wars. For some reason Star Destroyers can't hit anything. They seem worthless. Well on top of that, the characters that were in there, right? You have the Inquisitor. Remember what the Inquisitor says in the finale? Yeah, we, we can wipe out this rebel. Yeah, let's let's wipe out this rebel, don't go after the Jedi. Oh no, here's the thing. The that one moment, mm-hmm. like Oh no, we gotta go after Kenobi. Why doesn't Darth Vader just get in his ship? Yeah. Follow Kenobi, and then the Star Destroyer goes off. Yep. There are other shit like Darth Vader has his own ship. Just yeah. follow him. Just go after him. Yep. That's option one. And option two is wait, why is the Inquisitor whose job it is to hunt Jedi not wanting to hunt the biggest Jedi? in the galaxy <laughs> it's a little bit strange that he's the one telling so, darth but they're to try- be fair it, it, they're trying to show darth yeah. vader's obsession yes they are I, fine but it's just so weak and, and the plot all around is there anything else you want to say about just about the plot about the plot like, i'm sure there's more we're forgetting it, it, to me it was a big big mess uh, i'm i'm trying to think of even anything positive in the plot Maybe the general scheme of Kenobi not knowing what happened to Anakin, thinking he was dead, and finding out that his Padawan is now the world's or the galaxy's biggest villain, and him overcoming that. It's a I they see what they were much I see what it, they were though. doing with it. I, I see where they were going. I, I that was kind of touched on in the beginning. Yeah, and it was concluded in the end. There's not much of that. Kind of soul searching in the in the middle, though. Like, oh, how terrible was the whole uh, just Reva's entire plot? Her, let's talk about Reva as a character. Okay, let's, yeah, let's, let's go in here because besides to Reva, oh, oh my god, I I remember seeing the stuff online first before watching it. Like, oh, Reva and like a bunch of racists are coming in and you know dumping on uh, Reva because she's black, and I was like, well, let's see. Let's see what it is. Oh, and you saw this before watching the show? Yeah, I mean, okay. it, they did promotional material before the show even dropped. Uh, and uh, some people apparently were sending, uh, like, threatening things or racist oh, remarks really? to her on Twitter. Oh, that's wrong. Though, to be fair, it's Twitter. Like, if if you're a famous black person on Twitter, I, I imagine you always get <laughs> racist yeah, comments. Like, that's just, you know, there's racist 
everywhere. So like I, I'm not surprised. It's just how it is. And like if if an awful thing can be said, it's said on Twitter. So that that is true. Twitter is the place where awful things are said. Like I, I'm yeah. No, I'm, I'd be surprised if there wasn't. Right. But so anyway. this Riva this Riva character thoughts boring pointless it very inconsistent on how they're trying to show the character so they want Riva to be intimidating but they also want her to be kind of redeemable like they want her to be threatening but she's not threatening I, I honestly I, I didn't want to actually say but like I don't think she acted well I'll normally give most uh like, if I don't really like character, I'll normally give a lot of that to the, the dialogue and the writing. And normally the actor does pretty well, but weren't, wasn't given much of a script. Honestly, I have to get... I don't think the actor did... The actress did very well. Maybe she did well in another another show, I'm, I'm this, sure. This but... is the only thing I've seen her in, and I, I imagine it's hard to act in Star Wars, I'd assume. It's, it's a different... Maybe so. It, I, I wasn't convinced by her acting or the script that they gave her. So it's kind of the worst of both worlds, which, again, this is our preference here. Maybe someone loved how she acted. She just didn't come across as intended. It kind of felt, it, it just felt off of the, the scenes that she was in. Seems like she was trying almost too hard to look intimidating, that it looked, it's, you know, when you, you, have, to, you have to say you're intimidating, it, to be intimidating doesn't mean you're yeah. intimidating. So, it was so over the top of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, well, and the I think the um, the culmination of that, like the best example of how lackluster she was, was when she's in she's interrogating a ten year old Leia. Yeah, and getting great her, point. And she's getting tossed around, and Leia is just not even scared of her, and play, you know, hamming it up and acting and tricks. Uh, Reva and all this, and Reva can't even actually intimidate a ten-year-old child. How's she supposed to intimidate the audience? Which, yeah. fine. You, one, you're trying to show that Leia is strong and you know strong-willed, all these good things. You just really undermine your villain, like. And then she has to like just yell and scream and put you in the torture chamber, and so. She she just is not very intimidating. And then on the flip side, she's trying to be sympathetic. Oh, Anakin killed all her friends and family, and so she's out on revenge to kill Anakin. Oh, but also doesn't like Kenobi because Kenobi trained Anakin. But also Anakin, has been so, hunting Jedi herself. So she's hunting the Jedi, which she was a youngling to be trained, hates Vader and hates Kenobi and won't. And do, hates and, other Jedi. And she other just Je- hates everybody. She, she hates everybody because she does, yeah. And maybe, maybe it's like, oh, she, it's because the dark side of the force is corrupted and, you know, it's corrupting and it fuels on her hate. Maybe, but it seems pretty weak to me. I I mean, in the first episode or second episode, one of the two, she basically, like, someone slights her, like some, some farmer person. And she just cuts off his hand for slighting. First then, episode, I believe. Yeah, and then yeah. threatens uh, to kill, you know, a bunch of children <laughs> and like so like oh evil okay doesn't care about other people's lives mm-hmm. fine and then i'm supposed like by the end i'm supposed to like sympathize with her and the she, end she's remember redeemed. she hung a jedi 
Oh yeah, she hung a Jedi. Yeah, she hung a Jedi. So this character is now supposed to be redeemable because she looked at Luke Skywalker and was like, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I didn't feel... It, it wasn't redeemed whatsoever. She did not have enough... And this is why the writing was so bad. You can't have someone be redeemable when you don't build them up in an empathetic way whatsoever. They tried to in the flashbacks, I think. They tried to get you empathetic in that speech with Kenobi when she was expressing herself to him. Yeah. I think they tried. It just did not work. And there wasn't enough of it to give... You, you have to have redeemable qualities to be redeemable. And when you show hateful, killer, torture, boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, there's a certain point where you don't become redeemable. There are crimes you commit that are not redeemable. And that's the yeah. issue they have. You can't have some kind of anti-hero or whatnot that you just hate and hate and hate. They, it's honestly, just they possible. really should have gone in one direction or like redeemable or intimidating. One or the other. Yeah. And I mean, Darth Vader is redeemed, but the only way he's redeemed is through his death and sacrifice. That's it. He doesn't get to live with all the all the stuff he does. Like, can you imagine if Darth Vader lived? And it's like, oh, I'm redeemed now. Everyone would be like, no, you're Darth Vader. Like, how many? You you blew up a planet. Uh-uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't get to walk off scot-free. So, no, he did the noble sacrifice. He redeemed himself in the end in the balance of the force. Fine. But His fate yeah. occurred. Yeah. But, no, Reva... But also, Darth I, I is intimidating. And a, part, a lot of that is Darth doesn't have to talk to be intimidating, which they did too much of in this. Well, we'll get into that a little later. Okay. I want to say stick, that. Stick on Reva, okay. With Reva, something that I, I think maybe would have done better is maybe show a bit more of maybe she's acting intimidating. That she's trying to do a long con. Maybe show moments of like her trying to help out the Jedi and let them escape, where she is just trying to go after a Vader. I don't know, something like that. Or show her maybe trying to play. She's trying to play both sides. Something. Something to make her like redeemable, where she's trying to be the inside agent to take down Vader. Maybe then like she would have been kind of redeemable. But it just you didn't have work. to show it, and they did not show it whatsoever. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we didn't. We honestly, were not impressed the, by that entire side plot. Was honestly bad. it. The very last episode, the whole thing with Luke and Reva could have been cut from the whole thing entirely, and it wouldn't have made a difference. Mm -hmm. Not a single bit. Yeah, could have cut that and just have Reva die in the second to last episode. Done. Yeah, and fine, fair enough. It wasn't missed. But uh, anything else about Reva? No, and, and I guess just what it comes down to is just, it was boring and not written well, and I. The, it was the sub. It was the subplot of the series. So yeah. it was the main subplot. You had Kenobi doing his thing. Then Reva was supposed to be the thing you really cared about on the side of this. They were trying to pull a Zuko. They were trying to pull a a character arc of like, hey, and, and that's what sucks the most about it is you're watching this and you know what they wanted to convey to you was oh this hateful character who turns around and becomes redeemable by the end. And it's just so sad when you look at it and like oh that was. That just did not work. That did not work. Yeah, that's all I could say about well, about her character. Moving on to a actual actual villain, Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. He talked too much. Like he was less intimidating in this show. Like I think this show kind of devalued Darth Vader. 
Yeah. Not by much. I mean, Darth Vader is still Darth Vader, but is honestly, when... if this was my only thing with Darth Vader, I'd be kind of disappointed. Yeah, he talked too much to make him less intimidating. All you need to hear is his breathing alone, and he's intimidating as is. They gave him lines that... I I, I just didn't love the lines coming from him. He let uh, Reva live after, like, disappointing him twice. He let Kenobi live after the fight, and I think it was episode three or four, which yeah. was ridiculous. So you're sh- you're seeing him just destroy Kenobi, boom, boom, of which I want to talk about that in a second, but destroy Kenobi, burn him with the Force, and all of a sudden fire comes in between them because uh, Kenobi's buddy shoots and then boom, boom, whatever. So there's fire between them now, and he looks as the robot takes Kenobi away when Darth Vader... Is not stopped by fire, one. I'm pretty sure he can walk through it. Isn't it fireproof? The whole entire suit's fireproof. Number two, he still has the force. He can still see them. Just grab the robot. Just boom. Take, boom, use the force. A thousand different things you can do when, remember, this is the Darth Vader who has been hunting Kenobi for 10 years, who has fully embraced the dark side, and this is his vendetta of his life. And he's right there, and you're just going to let him go. I'm going to even go further. Anyone in the comments that tries to say, oh, well, he was actually trying to set a trap and let Kenobi go away so they can catch the rebels that were smuggling all that. No, because later in the show, they show that he doesn't care. Nope. He lets go of the other rebels because he wants Kenobi. He clearly is obsessed with Kenobi. Mm-hmm. So you can have it one or two ways. He's either super obsessed with Kenobi and he is willing to shirk off all the other rebels and all those people, or he's focused on the rebels and is willing to let Kenobi go away. It can't both be true. Yeah, thank you for adding that. That's, that's a good point, because I have heard that, and it's clear that he's obsessed with getting Kenobi. And yeah, how, how really... in, in what world, when he's 20 feet away from you, do you just stop and some... You're fireproof. You have the force. You, what are you doing? What are yeah, you doing? It, it doesn't make sense. But... No. So much didn't make sense, but as far as, obviously, the voice is still iconic. The voice is the voice. We had James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones did his thing, like he always does. No, no hate to him. The voice acting, top notch. What a waste of Hayden Christensen, though. Yeah, there's not much of him in the in this, and honestly, kind of a waste. I wanted more of him. Yeah, I I, I think Hayden Christensen deserves a redemption. I like him as Anakin a lot. Yeah, it, dialogue sucked in the prequels, but he was a good actor. He did fine as an actor. Yeah, it's just. The dialogue <laughs> was not good. No, script aside, I, hey, Scripts, I, I, script sucked. But I like him as an actor. He's he's great. He's yeah. a great actor. But, you know, he he was really wasted. So, it's honestly disappointing. Oh, when I, I'm talking about dialogue stuff. The side characters. A bunch of side characters pop up. Oh. And just the, like, you... It was so awkward. Okay. They were so awkward. There was one where the one of the pseudo leaders. Of I'm looking the up his rebels, name right now so people know. Yeah, keep going. Uh, some one of the side leaders of the um, rebels that are the smuggling rebels, and Kenobi's like, "We need your help," and he's like, "No, that's too dangerous. We're it's too risky. We can't do that. We're not going to risk everything just to save one person." And then it's like, oh, you don't, uh... and Kenobi's like, oh, you don't know what's at stake. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, my wife was a Jedi. And oh, it just, 
And, you know, they killed her, so I do know what's at stake. Okay, I'll help you. The quickest turnaround ever. I couldn't find find his name immediately. But, yeah, the quickest turnaround ever. And it was just like, oh, this is my speech now that shows that I'm, that I care. And then, oh, uh, turn around. Mind you, this was so bad that Richie, you, you you remember what you did? I rewound it, I think. You, you paused it, looked at me, looked at us. We were watching it with, with our roommate Nick as well. You looked at us. I looked at you. You rewound it, played it again. And we went, yeah, that just, that just happened. That was, that was so corny. That was so corny. Is that the right word to use? Is it, it, I like corny. This was just... What's the, what's the appropriate word? Like... We are coming off... Uh, oh, uh, somebody... I don't know which one of our friends actually said it, but that line... I imagine that line was written at, you know, four, uh, 450, 458 on a Friday, yeah. on a Friday afternoon, <laughs> and they had to get out of there by five. <laughs> like, they just... That's good. Oh, scribble it, scribble it down. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, we, it, we are coming off so hateful right now, and I, I wish I wish we liked the show. I really do. I mean, you don't want to hate a show. You want to watch your Kenobi. You want to watch Ewan McGregor and love it and eat it up. Yeah, no, and I've just been been let down too many times by Disney. I, I can't, That's the thing, too, is you. we can't come out here, and I don't want to feel nostalgia-trapped. I hate yeah. feeling nostalgia-trapped of, yes, you're showing me these things of uh, – they even showed the force quake, remember, in the fight scene. Yeah. Um, but they're showing you things that you want to see from the, the animation series and whatnot. But they're giving you the characters that you grew up with. They're throwing things at you, and it just feels like such a money grab. Well, they're just throwing things at you that are not even well done or thought through. It's There's no plan behind anything. There's no, there's no soul. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's like uh, they're, you know, just dead husks and they're on puppet strings. Star Wars is so beloved by so many, and it feels like this the people that wrote this do not love Star Wars. I'm throwing this judgment. Hey, maybe they do, and they're huge fans, but just what was produced by the show just seems so uninspired and just uninteresting. And here's the thing. There's enough YouTubers out there that you'll see and... I imagine the show has a bunch of Easter eggs and like, oh, you see that cup in the background of that scene on the third episode? Well, that's a reference to the, you know, animated series of the... No, that doesn't make up for it. No. No, like, oh, that's clear a lot of care. Like, no, a lot of these shows throw in these dumb, useless Easter eggs. I don't care. I don't care about some weird Easter egg in the background of something that shows, oh, look at the channel connected. No, that's not enough. Give me a good character. You want a good story. I want a good story. Like, that stuff needs to become first and foremost. A good script. A decent plot. Okay, with Kenobi, clearly they all live at the end. So you can't do a a plot that's like the whole emotional factors. Oh, will they live? Where are they going to get out of it? Because you know they do. So the, the whole drive of the plot needs to be an emotional journey. And you know what? They try it. With, oh, it's Kenobi accepting it. It has not done well. Maybe they could have done something where they bring in Satine. Did Satine live? We don't know if Satine lived. So maybe her life is threatened. Oh, we don't know. Or focus entirely on Kenobi's emotional journey. Don't, Don't focus on these weird chase scenes and like, oh, will they live? 
because we know they are. Honestly, it it should have just been a an ep- a whole series on Kenobi connecting with the Force again, learning and learning from Qui Gon to uh, actually become a Force ghost. I and have... just been an emotional journey where oh. they could have done episodic, where Kenobi goes across the galaxy, uh, episode by episode, helping people and connecting deeper with the Force. Maybe meets with Yoda and eventually connects with Qui Gon and this whole emotional journey yeah. where he become he becomes closer in tune with the Force. By the way, it's important to know we both really like Mandalorian. Mandalorian's a great show. I like it. Yeah, yeah and it's so. Star Wars, I think that was by Dave Filoni, right? Yeah. So, and that guy's that guy's the GOAT. But I have without a shred of a doubt, and tell me if you agree with this, mm-hmm. I have without a shred of a doubt, if Star Wars wasn't labeled on this and somehow these were new characters and a new thing as a series that doesn't have the Star Wars label, yeah, no. this would be seen, this would not be anything. It would not be getting any acclaim whatsoever by anyone. And I'm saying strictly, like, you take Star Wars label out and this, this is the story and new characters that you're given. I don't think it gets any praise whatsoever. I think the praise is coming from a lot of nostalgia and a lot of wanting to like the show. Yeah. That, and I'm, I'm throwing that out there, but that I just, I, I'm trying to, all of our friends, no one likes it. So I don't have the other perspective of like, oh, here's what's good about it. I'm, I looked up a couple YouTube videos to see what people liked about it. I think it. Nick's the closest. He didn't hate it. He thinks it. it's a five. So yeah, he didn't, he didn't hate, hate it, it but, but he also doesn't, He's our he's like our it. biggest Star Wars nerd. Yeah, of he, our friends. He loves so. Star Wars. Yeah, and even he doesn't like it. He get, like a five out of ten is still ugh, not yeah. Good. It's pretty rough. Now, want to touch in for a second on the child actors Luke and Leia? You, th- this is one of our more not hot takes. Of they're fine. I think they were fine. Now I see the criticism to Luke Leia. Gave a weird smile. <laughs> yeah. He looked weird. It, it was just that one moment, but he looked weird that last scene. You just said a child looked weird. You are a terrible person. I'm just saying the smile you, was odd. It, it wasn't he looked weird. It you was hate just children. smile. You yeah. hate children. You yeah, are terrible. Yeah, hate children. But he did fine. Yeah, he did fine. He, he did fine. The the criticism with Leia, it's very, very tropish of like the little girl who is quirky and intelligent and you know can outdo Reva, the villain, can do the wires over here and i'm like that's part as far as the writing goes i'm like yeah that's that's pretty boring it's uh she, but her as as an actress as a child actress like fine yeah well she did her okay. her whole thing as an arc i guess as a child is you know in the beginning she's running away from responsibility and doesn't want to be a politician doesn't want to be you know senator organa mm-hmm. and by the end she wants to take responsibility and help out and she actually wants to take part don't know if that's really handled great it's it's, it's kind of boring it, is, but it exists it, it is, is a thing yeah but really boring but yeah i mean of all the things to hate it is not on it's not on leia or luke I, I really think that's on the bottom tier of things that are bad about the show there are there are so many other things of why it was unenjoyable would you say would you say the show at any point lost you is there a specific moment where kenobi lost you i was pretty done by like i was pretty bored by the first episode but where i was it was dead dead in the water was i think episode four or five which one was it where they invaded the um the inquisitor's tower oh that might have been three 
three? Three? Oh, four. It might have four. Been four. I think it's four. It's the it worst episode by far. Plot conveniences galore. That's where I think some of the worst dialogue the is. just come out of nowhere. Oh, just... Yeah, okay. Just, you know, all this impossible, impenetrable thing, like... And just little skippers come out of nowhere and just wreck them. Like, oh, no, there's no TIE fires. There's no uh, anti-aircraft there. They don't see them come up. Just, all right, fine. Yeah. And sneaking around. And they have Leia under the thing, like, trying to do the whole, like, you know, have Leia underneath the coat and somehow they don't see her. It's, it, all of the plot, the, the fight scenes are kind of they're really dull and boring. Smack! I'll, I'll never let that go. That's smack. Oh, oh even worse. Like, oh. The fact that she's literally going like, all right, Kenobi, I'm going to open the door. <laughs> uh, all this, like, she's talking out her plan. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm snuck in. Yeah. And there's like a stormtrooper right next to her in a room of stormtroopers. She, she's working in a public room. There's like, yeah, no. There's Dave's like two seats next to her typing in some stuff. And, like not even here's the thing, batting it. And eye. it's not even whispering. He looks over, like she says something. And he looks over at her. And <laughs> Does he? Th- I don't even remember that. You know, he looks over. Dave like, looks What's at her. What's going on? Good old he, Steve gives a little look. And then he goes back to his work. Oh, and then she, and then also, yeah. she's confronted. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? And she goes with him and in the same room, mm-hmm. knocks him out somehow, yeah. <laughs> puts him behind a box, yeah. not in a separate room, in the room. He, She does this all without anybody else in the room hearing a thing. And then... Maybe some she people also, left the room. Who knows? Right? No, they were there. We could see them. <laughs> we see them there. And then she goes back like nothing's wrong, and then leaves the radio on the table, and just—I'm really starting to like the show. No, I kind of like it now because now it's so no. dumb. No, think about it. Like the show's actually good because maybe this is what they were trying to do. Maybe the whole point of the show is like a fun. Uh, uh, am I? Yeah, you know I can't convince myself. It's no, it uh, sucks. I want to like Star Wars. I really do. Uh, I'll be honest. Disney has not really produced anything of worth, like of real worth, with Star Wars. To me, I- I'm at the lowest point of my enjoyment of Star Wars. Like not Mandalorian. Mandalorian season two is f- like. If it wasn't Star Wars, it wouldn't be nearly up there. I like it well enough. But I'm not super excited for it. Not Rogue One? No. I my hot take on Rogue One is like the the final act, like you know, Act Three was fun. I thought Acts One and Two were kinda boring and I didn't really like the characters. But Star Wars in general, you don't think Disney's added value to No, Star Wars. they've devalued it and I am so I'm 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 basically done with Star Wars. Ooh. Like, I I just don't care that much anymore. Like, if they were like, "Oh, we're having a brand new trilogy in in Star Wars after after Episode Nine, maybe I'll see it." Unfortunately, I think I gotta agree with you. Where it's getting that syndrome of there's just a bunch of contents coming up here, like Kenobi and all this. Of uh, okay, like Marvel. Marvel's kind of throwing a lot. They're, they're doing a lot. I, I'm not as jazzed about every single project they're coming out with. But, like, you know, they, they make some fun movies. They're they entertaining. Do. Come on, they're great. Some of them are really Some great. of them yeah. are really fun. So, like, I enjoy... I'm probably going to enjoy my, team, my time. Even the ones that I don't particularly like the best. Mm. It still looks fun. And I enjoy spending time with my friends on it. Star Wars? Oh, but you, you enjoy much. spending time with your friends. <laughs> 
What was that face? <laughs> mocking. I'm just mocking your like friendly emotion. Like, yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, Star Wars. You're you're done with Star Wars. Ah, uh, basically. It's kind of like my thoughts on Doctor Who. I'm not at that point yet. Yeah. With with Doctor Who, I I don't care about any any of it anymore. Mm-hmm. I I stopped watching after the space racist episode, and I'm just. It was my favorite thing, and they killed it dead. And Star Wars is that dead to you? Not, not all the way there, because I think I may still watch like Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's pretty close to that. Now, final question for you before we go. Sure. Tudor Ramble becomes successful. Yeah. We actually become successful. Sure. I mean, we get like 500 subscribers. We're there. We're feeling good. We get an email when we hit our 500 subs. And, you know, we're getting like at least 50 views an episode. And we get a little email from the CEO of Disney that says, hey, I saw you guys are uh, getting 50 views now. We're going to pay you $1 million if you, for all future Star Wars content, including Kenobi, you have to rescind this. You have to look at all Star Wars content and give a positive review of them. What do you say to Disney? Not that Disney would ever... First off, I don't think they do this. They would this. never do it. Never. <laughs> first, they would never do it. Also, I don't think they do that to reviewers. <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyways, what what would you do if Disney came with this proposal? I'll be honest. That Okay, the logical thing is, yeah, duh, take the money and run. But there's something about giving the middle finger. Like, that's a million-dollar middle finger. How much is your pride and honor worth? Oh, it's not that. It's spite. Oh wait, wait. So, oh, yeah. so out of all the emotions, it's not pride or honor of like having an honorable soul. It's it's a spite against. Oh no! Like think about that. Like I've given middle fingers before. I've never given a mi- a million dollar middle finger, and that's a story. Like yeah, a million dollars. I can buy a home. I can buy like I'm good for. You'd like, be what? the poorest guy sure. with a story ever. <laughs> You'd have a story. And that's why I admire like Dave Chappelle so much for turning down the Chappelle show contract. True. What was that? Like a $50 million contract? That was a $50 million middle finger. Oh yeah. That's cool. But the thing is, hold on. Here's the difference though. Dave Chappelle has a talent where he can believe in his future. We don't have that. So we're, it's the million dollars or we go back to nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. That just, oof. I would feel so good about it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. It, it's a question of how much, how good I would feel, or a million dollars. Disney, if you're watching this, just give the offer to me. I'll gladly. <laughs> there goes my pride out the window. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, what would you guys think of uh, Kenobi as a show? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, did you hate it, or did you think it was okay? If you genuinely really liked it, you're lying to yourself and you're wrong. But uh, you know. Let me know just how wrong you are. Uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll catch you guys in next week. Catch you next week. This was a fun one, wasn't it? It was fun. Yeah. We like to hate sometimes. It's fun to hate. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm looking forward to the hate comments. Like, let the hate flow through. <laughs> that was some better dialogue than an entire Kenobi. Good job on that. <laughs> Good job. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. 
That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.